Are you ready to make positive transformation happen for you? Today, you're going to hear how some of the most successful people in the world have made it happen. Hello, and welcome to Transformational Energy Leadership with Dr. Matthew Allen Woolsey. These successful people and Dr. Woolsey will share advice, insights, tips, and tricks designed to help you incite personal action. It's time to bring positive transformational leadership to your life. Now, here's your host, Dr. Matthew Allen Woolsey. Welcome to the show. You are listening to Transformational Energy Leadership, and I am your host, Dr. Matthew Allen Woolsey, coming to you from the heartland of America. Now, just a few things before the show gets started. I want to remind all of you to go to my website over the commercial breaks. That's transformationalenergyleadership.com. Learn more about me, my business offerings, and hey, I welcome emails. So email me at mwolsey at transformationalenergyleadership.com. You can also go to this platform. That's voiceamerica.com under the Empowerment Channel where you can search for me there. And also you can find me on social media. That's LinkedIn and Facebook. Okay, today's show is about building and maintaining professional relationships because, frankly, we humans just aren't good at it. And joining me is Zvi Band, author of the recently released book titled Success is in Your Sphere, Leverage the Power of Relationships to Achieve Your Business Goals. Let me tell you a little bit more about Zvi. He is an author and entrepreneur, and he built the, the software business called Contactually to help people like him transform that dreaded task of networking into actionable relationship marketing. And he went on to serve tens of thousands of businesses, including eight of the top 20 brokerage houses in the U.S. He's also an engineer, developer, entrepreneur, strategist, and a startup advisor. And Zvi has been named Washingtonian Tech tech titan four times and was a finalist for the Ernst & Young's 2016 Entrepreneur of the Year Award. And his work and expertise has been featured in the New York Times and the Washington Post, among other outlets. So let's get going. Zvi, welcome to Transformational Energy Leadership. Thank you. And Matthew, we start off the interview by skipping over uh, the question I usually get, which is, how do I say your name? Uh, so uh, <laughs> I'm so thankful to be here. Well, yes, and I, I hopefully I'm saying it correctly. Correctly, Zvi Band. Okay, well, hey, let's get started because the title of your book is called "Success is in Your Sphere," and subsequently, the show today is called that as well. And in all of your what you talk about, it's all about relationship, 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 and we hear that as leaders, as as yeah, as we navigate this world, really. And I wanted to ask you, why is it important? now more than ever, to be intentional about your relationships. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's important to, like, kind of phrase it as now more than ever. Um, it's not that, like, you know, relationships used to not matter um, and all of a sudden they do. You know, as human beings, we're wired to be social creatures. In fact, we would not survive our first 24 hours uh, if it were not for other human beings around us. Um, what has changed, though, is that, you know, and this amazing, amazing world we live in nowadays where we can be connected to anyone in the world, um, that means that we have the number of connections that we have and our customers have and our employees have and our competitors have has grown, too. And that's where the human brain has not kept up. You know, one of the things I always recommend, you know, to, you know, as a test, if you don't believe it, is try, you know, opening up, you know, LinkedIn or Facebook and 
kind of asking yourself on any random contact, you know, if, if they reached out to me and asked for, you know, $50, you know, would I lend it to them? Um, or, you know, what if I was in a position where I need the $50, would they lend it to me? And we realized that we have these frayed connections nowadays, and that's why we need to be much more intentional around relationship building. Mm-hmm. You're absolutely right. And I'm also thinking about even this show. I have listeners globally from Europe to Asia. And, so, and it, you know, just think about that, that from your home now you can broadcast this. But what you're also saying is just go to social media, email, all that good stuff. So I have to ask you, why are people wired not to be good at maintaining relationships? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, Dr. Robin, Robin Dunbar did a really great piece of research a few decades ago and looked at, you know, British households and kind of, you know, in order to gauge the number of relationships that any one person can have. And it seemed to max out at around 150 people, um, which is, you know, let's say the size of an average wedding. Um, so that's, so, you know, there's huge, so there's definitely a limit to the number of people, number of people that we can store. The other thing we have to keep in mind is the time decay of memory, right? Try remembering what you had for breakfast two weeks ago. It's not that important, so you're probably, you know, probably never even bothered to remember it. Well, what about the person you met for coffee two weeks ago? Uh, what about the meeting you had? You mo- you're not even sure like, if you had coffee with someone two weeks ago, uh, let alone you know, remember the details. And so, therefore, like, you know, human brains are fallible. And that's why we need to be a lot more intentional around capturing that information. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm not sure, isn't there some research around that it's important to capture oh. your thoughts after an event within the first 24 hours or so, because after that, it just diminishes exponentially? Yep, absolutely. And actually, one of the, uh, one of the tips that was given to us by... Uh, by really great, uh, by a really great uh, connector, and you know, in the book we've got you know tons and tons of stories and tactics and advice that we've learned through over the years. But one of the things, and this is you know, this will be really funny to you know to to any networker, but you know, to remember the mindset of having a really small bladder, and what that means is that don't wait 24 hours or don't wait after the event. After every conversation you have, whether it be at a conference or a dinner or, you know, or any other kind of event, you know, just excuse yourself, you know, off to, you know, off, like excuse yourself out of the room and go and take all, you know, take as many notes as possible about what you just learned. I'm going to remember that. The mindset of a small bladder, doesn't that make perfect sense? I, I know for myself doing the networking activities, for example. First of all, I consider myself an extrovert, but I don't necessarily like doing it. But one tactic I did learn is when once you get the business card is to turn it over once you're out of your site, make some notes on it so you don't forget who that person is. So I, I completely resonate with that. Go take some notes. You know, when yeah. we think, yeah, it, it, you know, when we think about social media, because it's in, it's, we deal with it every day. Most every single person in the world, well, you know, most all of us do. And my question for you is why is increasing your LinkedIn or your Facebook, Instagram contact numbers, why is that not effective in managing your relationships? Yeah, absolutely. And so I would say it's not that it's not effective. It's just not effective in isolation. Right. Yes. Like I, I think it, it is still an incredibly useful tool to make sure that, you know, you know, that LinkedIn or Facebook or Twitter or other social networks 
represent the people that you've interacted with in real life. That is definitely a, a really great tool. You know, there, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Where we fall short on is thinking that that's good enough, right? Because the mm. problem is, is that you know, social networks, you know, we're, they're optimized for the breadth of connection. You know, how do I go from, you know, 200 to 500, 2,000 to 500 connections? Um, how do I get my post to go from zero likes to five likes to 30 likes? You know, so it's all about breadth and it's not about depth. And that's why, you know, if you look at, you know, if you look at, you know, Facebook or LinkedIn, you know, you have to ask yourself, well, you know, who here really has my back? You know, if I was in a, if I was in a bind and I really needed someone to go, you know, someone's help, how many of these people, you know, would, you know, even know who I am, let alone, you know, even pick up the phone for me? So that leads me to a question, and you're right, the, the breadth is so important, and you talked about depth. What are some, some ideas or thoughts about increasing that depth? Yeah, absolutely, and that's really the core of the, of the capital strategy that we walk through in the book, um, and the truth is that a lot of the information is really already there for us. So, you know, in terms of if we wanted to increase that depth, you know, one of the things, one of the basic things that we have to do is, you know, make sure that we're relating to these people as just that, as people. They're not transactions. You know, I, you and I have been to too many networking events where you could tell that everyone in the room, you know, they're just trying to kind of squeeze transactions out of each other. You know, mm-hmm. even walking into that room and walking into each conversation saying, hey, I want to make friends today, right? And <laughs> what's the difference between a, you know, a, Transaction, transactional relationship and a friendship. Well, it's you know the trust and it's the social object. So even just as a base basis point, right? Um, when you're building when you're building relationships, um, you know make sure that you keep track again using the small bladder technique. You know, keep track of that. You know, keep track of the personal information that comes out. You know, uh, what are your weekend plans? You know, how many kids do you have? Um, why do you live in Nebraska? Tell me about the book you were just reading. Um, that kind of stuff becomes your know, really useful information to show that hey, I care about you, um, and not just you know the business opportunity that I'm seeking from you. And from there, of course, you can start digging in much, much deeper. Uh, that makes perfect sense because, yes, I do think of it as transactional, and I like how you're talking about shifting the mindset. One of the techniques I learned from, you know, I, I do a lot of communication coaching, executive coaching, and we talk about relationship building. And one of my mentors said, you know, think of it as a house. And I, I'm not sure if this comes from the work of Dale Carnegie or not, but she would say, you know, when you go up and if I were to meet you as V at a, at a session, think of you're walking up to a house and ask questions just as you were saying, oh, so where do you live? So that demonstrates a house. And then as the door opens, you see a fireplace. So that leads you to where do you like to vacation? I personally, I like I like warm weather. How about you? Look at the, the golf clubs leaning against the fireplace. So what are your hobbies? So what you're just saying feeds in nicely to to those types of things, which I think makes this much more tangential as much it gives it more traction and makes it actionable what other do you have any other tips along those lines yeah absolutely so um you know the capital strategy like we t- you know that's you know the thing we just talked about is like 
A, for investigate. Um, again, all this information is usually floating out there. Either it's easy to find online um, or it comes up in conversation. Um, one of the things that will help you gain better intelligence on someone is even just the questions you're asking per your point. Um, one of the questions that I love to, I love to ask, and this is uh, given to me by a really great guy named Clay Bear. Um, he, you know, he proposes, you know, asking everyone the question, you know, if we were, you know, if we were celebrating with a bottle of champagne a year from now, what are we celebrating? And, you know, I love that question. Of course, you could get, you know, get more specific and say, hey, what are your business goals for the next year? Um, what's the biggest business challenge you're facing? What's the biggest personal challenge you're facing? Um, sometimes being vulnerable, um, you know, and sharing your own challenges or your own goals first lets people open up. Um, but what you're trying to do is you're trying to almost kind of, you know, get instead of, you know, get like wallet to wallet, you're trying to get heart to heart with that person. Heart to heart is big. I love that concept. And, you know, my show here, of course, is about being transformational, being a leader. And one of the core concepts of being a transformational leader means it's there's this thing called individual consideration. And that means the ability to connect with each follower, which means engaging on that personal level. What you're talking about opens that door and it really allows for leaders within an organization, for example, to be more heart to heart, as you were just saying. That makes really good sense. Yeah. And so one of the things like I, um, you know, building and actually, you know, we got to the point of 70 employees and tens of thousands of customers, you know, these same relationship building tactics, you know, apply inward as well. Um, one thing that we very much subscribe to is this understanding that, you know, lifetime employment isn't really in the cards for anyone anymore. Um, so when employees join us, you know, they're not thinking, you know, hey, this is where I'm going to retire. We say flat out on their first day, you're hopefully going to be here between three to five years. And then I can, you know, have that conversation saying, hey, I want to be invested in your success for the rest of your career. Um, I want to make sure you're successful here. Um, but I also want to make sure you're you know, successful beyond. So even people who have left us, you know, years ago, I'm still making referrals and you're providing references for them and giving them tips and making connections, whatever we can do. And when employee, current employees see that, see that, okay, you know, this is much more than just a, I put in 40 hours, I get a paycheck. Um, they're much, much more connected and engaged. And we've seen this time and time again. Mm-hmm. And you make it so realistic, putting it out there three to five years. And I like what you're saying, though, is extending that relationship and that that relationship going forward. You know, we're at a commercial break right now. And so what we'll do for all of you out there listening, go to my website, of course, during the commercial break. And when we come back, we'll talk more about relationship marketing and what that means. So for all of you out there, stay tuned. We'll be back here in two minutes. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Are you looking for life's answers? How about the meaning of true self? Can you really be a better person overnight? Well, good luck with that. Now, if you really want to know more about this insane world and life we lead, tune into Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. You'll learn about how the brain operates under different psychological conditions. Some common sense. Heck, you might just actually learn something. Listen Fridays at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 noon Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. 
Tune in to Lead Up for Women. Speak up to Lead Up as we celebrate the influence of women in business and beyond. Your hosts, Colleen Biggs and Dee Daniels, speak with guests who have stories to share, have faced adversity, and have become success stories in business, in their communities, and in personal accomplishments. Join the strong and the brilliant ones and understand that the world is ready for you to be at your best. Lead Up for Women is heard live every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Empowerment. It's time to transform your life. Start by tuning in to The Glenise Show with Glenise Hughes. Glenise combines business, relationships, wealth, life, and a whole lot of magic to create abundance and prosperity in every part of your life. It's all done through straight and often frank discussions in the best way that Glenise knows how. Listen every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Master your life with The Glenise Show. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. You are tuned in to Transformational Energy Leadership. To reach Dr. Matthew Allen Woolsey or his guest today, you are welcome to call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email, send it to mwoolsey at transformationalenergyleadership.com. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back, everyone. Now, today I'm talking with Zaviv Band, author of the recently released book, in fact, May 21st, that was last week, called Success is in Your Sphere, Leverage the Power of Relationships to Achieve Your Business Goals. Now, before the break, we were talking about why we all need to be intentional about our profession about our professional leaders and why we humans just our professional relationships rather, and why we humans just aren't wired to do relationship building very well. And so Zaviv. I have to ask you, you have a concept, it's called relationship marketing. Why is relationship marketing more effective than networking? Yeah, absolutely. And so I think, you know, they are kind of, you know, they are quite closely related cousins. Um, Networking is kind of the general belief that you can grow your business by connecting with others and by having a network. What most people miss out on with networking and think about networking is they think about networking events and networking is all about going, getting net new relationships. Relationship mm-hmm. marketing is much more focused on how do I market myself, my business, my goals through the relationships that I already have. Um, and so that's really the important thing that, you know, that it's all about you know, preaching to your own choir before going out and trying to talk to new people. Okay. And what I hear you saying is that, okay, so with your, your current relationships, how do you build those and make them more robust, whereas networking is about net new relationships? And I see there's benefit to having both, correct? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, a lot of people, you know, think that, okay, like, you know, because I'm, you know, because I'm doing this, I can stop, you know, I can just stop going to networking events and things like that. I can ignore new leads. And I'm like, absolutely not. You know, that's still an important tool. But if all you're doing is going out and building relationships and getting business cards and people are just kind of coming through the other end and you never talk to them, you've got a really leaky bucket. I mean, how many times have, you know, have you been to a conference and, you know, you're collecting business cards and you stick them in your back pocket 
And the next time you see that business card is when you're pulling your clothes out of the laundry um, and all the cards are kind of clumped together and completely destroyed. Um, I know I'm still guilty of that from time to time. Um, so instead, it's about making sure that the moment we have that connection, that that is potentially a relationship for life. Mm. Yes, I'm chuckling because I've had that happen many times. You know, my strategy for that now when I go to a conference is I try to form one good relationship. If I can get two, that's great. But I just find, like you were saying, yes, I'll still collect them. But if there's one person I just really connect, I'll try to build that relationship and, you know, and maybe maybe my number's too small. But that's what I find to work for me when I'm in those situations. No, I mean, I'm, I'm the exact same way. So I actually... Um, I'm actually an incredible introvert. Like I was the guy, you know, this is hilarious when you look at kind of, you know, me nowadays and what I do and speaking and things like that. But I was a kid freshman year in college. I was thinking about going home every weekend because I didn't want to have to talk to people. Um, Mm -hmm. And I made the point of when I decided early on in my career that I wanted to start building relationships. Um, I didn't know how to network and I was kind of shying away from networking events. And so, you know, the first, few times I went to, you know, I went to like, you know, networking events or meetups. I said, I, I, I don't know how to network, but I know how to make friends. So I'll just go in here and try and make friends with people. And that ended up being successful and amazing things happened from that. And so I think we also have to get, a, get away from this kind of idea that, you know, networking or relationship marketing is something only for like the extroverted people. Um, there's actually enough studies and research um, that, you know, introverts oftentimes are better connectors. I can completely believe that. I know lots of introverts because they're so personable. They're really focused. It goes back to what you were saying in the earlier segment. It's about really honing in with that person and asking questions like you were saying as a friend. And and also it's a mindset. When you talked about if we're celebrating a year from now with a bottle of champagne, what will we be celebrating? What you're just saying here is focus on the person. And it's it's all about that. Makes makes a lot of sense. But, you know, I have to ask you, when in the course of our work, all of us, and it doesn't matter, our organizations or our communities, even our families, why do we do more business with people we know? Yeah, absolutely. And uh, there's actually a, a number of, uh, you know, a number of uh, you know, studies that go to back this up. In fact, it's not just that we're more likely to do business with people we know, but we actually do more business with people that we know. Um, there was actually a study of a uh, German bank done, um, and it, lo- it found that people who were referred to the bank by others actually had a 25% higher contribution margin. They were actually more active with the bank. They were more trusting with the bank. And again, this goes back to us as human beings. You know, we're tribal creatures, and we need that social connectivity and relationships. It used to be, you know, um, we needed those relationships to, you know, keep us alive and put shelter over our head and make sure that we weren't, you know, attacked by tigers every day. Um, now it's, you know, it's, you know, obviously we're in a much, much safer world, but, you know, we're still those human beings. And so, you know, in the absence of any other information, when we're looking at, you know, two, you know, two different products, for example, that seem to be the exact same thing, social proof. You know, kind of it goes back to our, you know, our, our nature of relying on relationships to, for trust. Mm-hmm. And you said trust a couple of times 
I completely resonate with what you're saying. I'm thinking about my business. Of course, yes, I do more business with people that I know, and people know me, and they trust me, and you're right. I think that brings up the quandary, the challenge for those of us who are entrepreneurs. How do you break in to organizations and, and companies when they already have people they trust? You know, How do you get in there? That's the that's a hard part. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, we have to thank you that – those organizations are always looking, you know, are all, you know, while they may have trust, you know, that doesn't mean that like trust is going to be there forever or trust is going to be the only thing. Um, and the important thing is when you, when networking our way into a particular company or organization, um, you know, you, especially like it's for like for a sales prospect or sales goal. Um, we found that again, relationships are very important for mutual introductions. But we found, you know, um, we encountered this time and time again, you know, with Contactually, um, is that, okay, you're not necessarily trying to go in and say, hey, I want to, you know, I'm coming in here as a, you know, replacement for the existing software that you have. It's more saying, hey, I'm trying to build a relationship with you. Um, I believe our software could be of value. If you are ever at a point in time where you are considering making a switch, um, I'd love to have a conversation. And yeah. It's a long-term play. It may be you know months or years till you get a call back, but that's the kind of stuff that makes a big difference. And so, you know, to sum it up, I would say it's focus on you know not necessarily trying to change their buying behavior, but just be involved in their buying decisions whenever that may be. Excellent point. Excellent point. And I like what you were saying too. That right, trust can be broken, and they may not necessarily trust the relationships they have. Right. It makes a lot of sense. Now, we talked about this a little bit earlier, but I want to address this question because then I have a follow-on question for you. And that is, why do we fail to remember everyone we meet? Yeah, I mean, again, if, if there's that time decay of memory um, that, you know, we will, if we can't remember what we had for breakfast three weeks ago, how are we going to remember who we met with or how are they going to remember us? You know, some people have, you know, something called highly superior autobiographical memory where they can, you know, you've probably seen these people that can literally go around a room of 100 people and give very specific details about each person. Most of us don't have that superpower. Um, and so, yeah, we, you know, we as human beings, we tend to lose touch with that information. The mm-hmm. other question that, you know, that we often get is, well, why are we not making, like, why are we not always better at building relationships, you know, if we're all so bad at, you know, at retaining information, you know, why aren't we like, you know, why aren't all of us, you know, making a point of, you know, logging all data into a CRM and making sure that we're, you know, on the, on the drive home every day, we're making our calls to people in our sphere of influence. Why aren't we? And that's again, because as human beings, you know, we've been wired, you know, from a primal nature to focus on, you know, first order rewards. Um, like, how do I make sure that I have food in my stomach now, that I have shelter over my head now, that I have protection now, that I have water now, not necessarily how I'm going to be faring in two or three years from now. And so that's kind of a much, much bigger area that, you know, that we spend a lot of time talking through. Mm. Harkens to Maslow's hierarchy of needs, I think. You know, I, and that leads me, and I asked you that question. I know we touched on it earlier, but I want to get to the next, my other question, because... I know I'm guilty of this, and that is for the people we do remember and we know, from your perspective, why do we fail to follow up and stay in touch with them? Yeah, I think it's the, there's definitely that concept of out of sight, out of mind. Um, and let's face it, you know, if we're not necessarily going to get 
you know, value out of that relationship in the immediate, in the immediate, uh, immediate term, you know, then we're much likely to, it's not that we don't care about them, but our time, you know, naturally is prioritized around more, more urgent matters, like the tyranny of the urgent. And so, yeah, like if I talk to, if I talk to a past, if I just close the deal with a past client, um, and they wouldn't necessarily be ready to transact for, you know, three to six years. Well, I'm, you know, I'm much more focused on, you know, the business opportunities I have now, the leads I have now. Um, so it's no surprise that according to the National Association of Realtors, 88% of buyers say they'd work with their agent again, but only 12% actually do because our agent buys us the breadboard and then we never hear from them again. And when we're looking to move, you know, we completely forget their name um, whatsoever. Um, and so that's, and it's only even more exacerbated now that in this increasingly connected world, we're being flooded all the time with more and more and more people. You know, it used to be maybe we'd only meet another five or six real estate agents over, you know, the next few years. But no, instead, we're being flooded by hundreds and hundreds of connections from, you know, real estate agents. We're seeing ads for, you know, for Zillow and for Redfin, all these things. So, you know, it even further, further pushes down that relationship that was really, really strong but it was well in the past. And it, it feeds into that concept of time you were talking about earlier, that decay component of things. Yes, time can be our friend and, and it can be our enemy. <laughs> I agree with you. Out of sight, out of mind. You know, here we are. We're coming up on a commercial break. And when we come back, I you have already alluded to this in the – I actually I think the first segment in this recent one, and that is the concept of capital. And I'd like for us to dig a little bit deeper into that because I really believe there's some concepts in there and things that will really resonate with the listening audience audience out there well for all of us when we're thinking about building our capital with our relationships so here we are let's go ahead and take a break when we return we'll do that and stay tuned we'll be back here on the other side Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Tune in for 5 Blossom Radio. Each week, host Denise Richard will discuss common interests in the fields of art, health, and spirituality. The series is arranged into three parts, focusing on five Blossom gatherings, the Four Voices program, and Fires of Compassion. Every program is available on demand, so if you miss any part of the series live, be sure to catch up. Five Blossom Radio can be heard live every Wednesday at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Are you where you want to be right now? We live our lives sometimes looking at others and thinking, the grass is always greener on their side, not realizing that we have the power within us to pursue our dreams. It begins with a head start in the right direction. And that head start is with host Carla D. Walker and from the inside out. Believe in your abilities and take action. Listen live every Tuesday morning at 9 a.m. Eastern Time and 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. The White House Doctor Makes House Calls. Listen every week for House Calls with Dr. Connie Mariano. Dr. Connie has served as the White House physician under three U.S. presidents. Now she joins the Voice America Empowerment Channel to help you enrich yourself physically, emotionally, and spiritually. Our guests will include professionals from a variety of fields who will bring you tips that you can apply to your own life. 
Listen for House Calls with Dr. Connie every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are tuned in to Transformational Energy Leadership. To reach Dr. Matthew Allen Woolsey or his guest today, you are welcome to call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email, send it to mwoolsey at transformationalenergyleadership.com. Now, back to this week's show. And we are back. Today I'm talking with Zavi Band, author of the recently released book, Success is in Your Sphere, Leverage the Power of Relationships to Achieve Your Business Goals. And before the break, we talked about how relationship marketing works better than networking, why we prefer to work more with the people we know, and the fact we just fail to remember every person that we meet. We're human beings, are we? So Zavi, before the break, I said you have an acronym called CAPITAL. And we talked about that a little bit and touched on it previously. So tell us, how can capital prevent your best relationships from decaying? Yep, absolutely. And uh, I think it's important that we capture kind of this one key line. And, you know, if you're, if you're listening in now, you know, really kind of listen to this and tell me whether this resonates with you, that your relationships are your most important asset, whether it's your job whether it's your career or your life, that the relationships you build will be your best asset moving forward. And if we internalize that, the, num- the thing I want to focus on is that word asset, right? An mm-hmm. asset in our relationships is just the same as the dollars in our bank account. Uh, that means it can go up, it can go down, we can invest in it. We can choose not to invest in it. We can choose how to invest in it. And most importantly, um, we can apply strategy around growing that asset, just as we apply strategies around managing and growing the dollar assets that we have. I'm also thinking about, there's a concept I've seen in in development programs, leadership programs, and so forth, where you've got this bank account, like you were saying, and when we slip or what have you, withdrawals are made. And it also ties back to what you're talking about. And you've got that trust and you build that bank account and build it and build it and build it, that when there are times when those withdrawals are made, that, of course, you go back and give it that attention, but you need to have that bank account you know, fuller. You can't just have no... Uh, what do you want to call it, currency, and expect for that relationship to maintain. Does that sound close to what you're talking about as well? Yeah, absolutely. And I, there's definitely this ickiness factor that a lot of people feel that, like, ooh, I'm treating my relationships as, like, an asset and they're tools for me. And, I mean, I think we have to get, we have to get past that, that, again, we're, we're trying to grow our business. We're trying to achieve greater things. And we also want to be surrounded by self by people that we can work with too, that we like and that like us. Um, so I think it's completely okay. And we have to get past that, that whole idea that, Oh, uh, you know, if I start kind of treating 
these people as assets, then, you know, then I'm using them in some way. And, and it, you really, you're not. Mm-hmm. Right. And using is a really bad word. <laughs> yeah. And so when you think about the acronym capital, what do C-A-P-I-T-A-L, what, what do those stand for? Yep, absolutely. So uh, capital stands for uh, C, consistent execution, A, aggregate, P, prioritize, I, investigate, T, timely engagement, A, adding value, and L, for leverage. And you know, based on our conversation so far, you can kind of start to see how you know, the things that we've talked about fit into that capital strategy. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Investigate. I'm curious about that. What does that mean? Yeah. So investigate goes back to, uh, you know, the earlier part of the conversation of making sure that we're trying to gather as much information around our relationships and most importantly, capture that information. Um, we want to be mini detectives in some way. And so, yeah, that's not just about like doing our online research and trying to see what's going on in their business. But it's, you know, just even in conversation with them, you know, being, you know, being all honestly like, you know, like a journalist, like almost like we're writing an article on them. You know, we want to understand as much about their story as possible because that's what friendships uh, contain. Mm-hmm. And I like your, that part where you said capture it. So, and that makes sense. I know for myself, when I write things down, that's when things stick and, and that happens in there. So... You know, when I think about everything that you've been talking about so far, and this may sound like a silly question, but is there one relationship marketing tactic that's the most effective? Uh, yeah, absolutely. And of course, we can you know, walk through the full capital strategy, uh, you know, if, uh, if listeners are interested in it. But like, honestly, I think the most important tactic um, ties in a number of things that we talked about. And that's actually the reason why it's the first letter in capital, which is consistent execution. Um, mm. There's a really great quote, we are what we repeatedly do. Excellence then is not an act, but a habit. Um, and I love that quote. And let's, again, we, we talked early, earlier that you know, these relationships you know, are likely not necessarily going to yield benefit to us for months or sometimes years down the line. Um, and, but human beings were wired to think about what's going to benefit us short term. That's why, you know, we go eat, you know, French fries and watch, you know, watch Netflix instead of going to the gym every day and only eating salads, for example. Um, you know, <laughs> so the same thing applies to our relationships. And we all know, and I'm sure we all sit there and say, yes, I, I want to be better at relationship building. Okay, great. I'm going to go and email a bunch of people that, you know, I, that I, you know, that I'm, that I want to engage with. Well, what about tomorrow and the day after and the day after that? And that's why we know that the most important part of, you know, of relationship marketing is making sure that you break out that time in your life to switch out of urgent and think about what is going to benefit me three to five years down the line. Mm-hmm. Not an act, but a habit. And this, it links so nicely when you think about the influence we have with others, our relationship building, that when we walk the talk and we're constantly consistent, of course, we could have a whole other conversation about values and how do the values feed into all of this. Um, but that makes terrific sense. I like that. It's not an act, but a habit. 
You, you know, yeah, so, so a, a tactic that we recommend, you know, that just to get very, very tactical, and I would suggest it to any listener right now, you know, if you believe that relationship marketing is, is something important and you want to be able to better invest in your relationship, then I ask you, you know, open up your favorite calendar or day planner and put a recurring calendar event, you know, for maybe an hour every other week or every day, whatever you want to do. And that is your relationship building time. And that's the time where you're not going to pick up the phone. You're not going to answer emails. You're not going to do something on your to-do list. You're only going to be thinking about who are the people that I want to be staying in touch with and how can I add value to them? Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of that. I do that in my calendar all the time, <laughs> particulars in there. Be sure to call, talk, touch base with Z, Z about this or that. So, yeah, I'm a huge fan of that. Okay, one one more question before we go to our final break, and that is, you know, in my show, I address what it means to be a transformational leader, and embedded in that is energy. We all have it, a combination of what I believe is there's anabolic energy, which is very positive, and it's growth-oriented, and there's also some catabolic energy, which can be destructive or, or harmful, and so you, you just talked about relationship marketing tactics here, and talk about how a person's energy feeds into all of this. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, so, you know, I think, you know, there's, you know, energy, like, is absolutely an important thing. Um, one is, you know, we should be, you know, leveraging our own, like, you know, in antenna to be able to, you know, figure out who are the people that give me energy and who are the people that, you know, take energy away. And, you know, frankly, if all you're trying to do is build relationships with people that, you know, you can't really stand, then, you know, then you're not necessarily going to be, uh, fo- uh, not necessarily going to be, you know, focused on that well. Um, if you are, however, focusing on building relationships that, uh, with people that you care about and are truly, truly interested in, even if you have to go in and kind of convince yourself of that mindset, um, then you're going to be able to bring your full energy and full self into it. And, you know, you're going to be presenting yourself as, you know, Matthew, you know, the interested leader who cares about that person, not Matthew, the guy who's just trying to get a contract signed. Mm-hmm. So it comes down to being genuine and authentic, too. Yeah, I'm actually, you when it comes to adding value, the, the last A in capital, um, we, we suggest that, you know, every interaction should be personal, meaningful, and authentic. Um, even, again, even something as simple as a text message saying, hey, just thinking about you, hope all is well. That's a valuable interaction because it shows, you know, and at least you're demonstrating that you genuinely care about the person. You're not asking something of them. Um, you're not trying to, like, you know, suck their time up by having to come up with a response. You know, they could just say, oh, thanks, I really appreciate it. I hope you're well, too. Um, or just give it a thumbs up on your phone or something like that. Um, and so that's where you know, we can show that we truly care about that person. Yes, and it, that constant or, or that consistency that you were talking about earlier too, that consistent ex- execution of making sure that you're connecting and, and having that, that big I in the capital, or not necessarily the big I, the big C, um, being consistent throughout. Okay, here we are. So, Zvi, the time is going by. What I'm going to do now is we'll, we'll take a break. And my challenge for you, when we think about everything that we've talked about, giving our listeners 
three, four actionable steps to really make this come to life when the when the show is over? How can they implement everything that we've talked about from capital to all just everything with relationship building period? So what we'll do for everyone out there listening, go to my commercial or go to my website, that's transformationalenergyleadership.com, and we'll see you back here in just a couple of minutes. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Tune in to The James Dentley Show and learn strategies for success in business and in life. Dr. James Dentley is a proven success coach who knows how to convert good into great. You'll find out from the achievers and leaders how they got to be the success stories that they are. And Dr. Dentley and his guests will give you the tools you need to follow in their footsteps. It's time to become the best version of you. Listen to The James Dentley Show, Fridays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, on Voice America Empowerment. If you are looking to deepen your understanding of karma, the law of attraction, metaphysics, mindfulness, and intuition, be sure to tune in each week for You, the Universe, the Holistic Mind with host Katherine Potter. Catherine and her insightful guests will show how everything interconnects, explaining concepts and modalities that connect the mind and body. It's a refreshing look at the universe and the laws that govern it. Listen every Monday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Life can be confusing at times. There can be uncertainty, disappointment, and an inability to clearly see where you're headed. But it doesn't have to be this way at all if you understand how to take the next step in your life. Tune in to Living the Miracle with your hosts, Michael and Raphael Tamora. We'll help you to find the deeper meaning that awaits you in your life, have certainty in yourself, and learn to be clairvoyant. Listen Wednesdays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are tuned in to Transformational Energy Leadership. To reach Dr. Matthew Allen Woolsey or his guest today, you are welcome to call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email, send it to mwoolsey at transformationalenergyleadership.com. Now, back to this week's show. And welcome back. We have been talking for the past hour about building and maintaining professional relationships. My guest, Zvi Ban, is the author of the recently released book. In fact, it was last week. Go to Amazon, get it. It's called Success is in Your Sphere. Leverage the power of relationships to achieve your business goals. And based off of the tenor of our conversation, I think every single one of us can agree that relationships are incredibly important. And in this world of complexity with so many being bombarded with so much information and meeting so many different individuals. It's important this aspect of being a leader and having influence, embracing and harboring everything that Zvi has been talking about. And so Zvi, that that now brings me to you. I'm going to turn this over to you in a moment to help us make sense of everything that we've talked about. What can we do? What are some actionable steps 
that we can do to embrace everything you've been talking about to start to leverage, to improve, to manifest relationships that are really meaningful? Yeah, uh, really, really great question. Um, so it starts off very simple. And again, you know, you can read the capital strategy to kind of go in depth. But if I were to give the high level view of it, um, I want you to, you know, step number one, take out a piece of paper and write down what your goals would be out of relationships that you build. It could be, I'm trying to get more of your referrals. It could be, I'm trying to get a new job. It could be, I want to be, you know, raise money from investors. Um, I just think of, you know, think of, you know, think of what your goals are and every single person listening will have slightly different goals. Step two, my, my second tactic would be very clearly, who are maybe 10 people that could fit in that goal, that could help you achieve that goal? So, for example, if I'm trying to raise money from investors, uh, who do I know who's already raised money that can provide me some advice? If I'm trying to get more referrals, who are the 10 best past clients that I've worked with? And the third step that I would give is reach out. Just don't think it. Don't think about it. Just reach it. Like open up a blank text message or blank email editor Send them a message very simply saying, hey, just thought of you. Hope all is well. We'd love to hear how things are going when you get some time. Talk soon, period. And that connection alone and the results you'll see continued even to surprise me. And I'm the one that keeps, you know, kind of keeps advocating for it. Just that amazing, just completely selfless act of just showing that you care about someone will increase the value of that relationship so much. Those sound, they sound easy enough. So get out a piece of paper, everyone out there. Get your pen, sit down, or if you need to have a tablet, whatever you need to do, but do what Zvi just said. Write down all your relationships. What are your goals? What are your relationships? Who are those 10 people that could fit in those goals? And Zvi, I, I really like what you were saying there. Think about if I want to get more referrals, who in my past have I had success with or who's really good at doing that? And I'm, I wrote this down because I'm going to make sure I do it. And then of course, just connect. How are you doing? I do that frequently. And it's amazing to your point that we've, I think we take for granted at times when we do simple acts like that, that people, you know, it rekindles a relationship that we had in the past. And yeah, I'm so glad that you contacted me because I was just thinking I've got this challenge in front of me. And is this, you know serendipity or what is it here but you just contacted me and we have conversations so it works what you're saying it really really works exactly and you don't need like and so you know you don't need to have a reason to reach out that's the thing right yeah. like you know oftentimes we'll only reach out like when there's an event or when they see they change jobs um but you could there could be any number of reasons that someone pops into your head they're human beings so they do this too um, the difference is that you're going to be the one that actually acts on it. And it could be no other reason to say, hey, you came to mind um, for, any number of re- for any number of reasons. And so they'll appreciate that and say, oh, thanks. I'm glad you thought of me, right? We're human beings. We're social creatures. We love, we love to be, you know, to love, to be loved. So, you know, to show that, you know, someone cares about us in some way, you know, that, that's a valuable experience. 
<laughs> I'm chuckling because that happened to me yesterday. It was so funny. I had a dream about a friend, about a colleague, and then the first thing that popped up on Facebook that day was our seven-year, you know, friendship. On fa- it was hilarious, right? It, it, so anyway, wait, I'm taking what you're saying to heart. When something, a person pops in your head, act on it. <laughs> and you're right. It doesn't even have to be for anything that I'm thinking of you. All right, Zvi. Thank you so much for being on the show today. And, you know, if my audience wants to get in touch with you, what's the best for, best format or the best way to do that? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, the book, Successes in Your Sphere, is on sale now. Uh, you can just go on any, you know, go to any bookstore where books are sold, um, online, Amazon, Barnes Noble, et cetera, and just look for Successes in Your Sphere, and you'll be able to find it. Uh, successesinyoursphere.com uh, also has information about the book as well as contact information for me. Um, luckily, my name is Zviband, Z-V-I-B-A-N-D. Um, I rank pretty high in Google search results for that because I'm the only Zviband out there. Um, so uh, I, I would love to hear your thoughts and how you've implemented this. Terrific. And one final thing I have to ask you, I like to ask my guests because I'm curious about what people are doing to continually develop themselves. And that is, what are you reading now or conferences that you're doing? What are you doing to continually develop yourself? Yeah, so one of the things that I have found to be absolutely game-changing for me uh, since the beginning of the year that I'm now kicking myself is that I've never found myself having enough time to read. Um, audiobooks, however, when I'm commuting, that's been great. So I will probably listen to like 10 audiobooks since the beginning of the year. Um, and so I am very, and I am very, very tactical around exactly which books I read. There are so many great books out there. Um, so for me, I have a queue of audiobooks that I listen, that I, uh, that I listen to. So that's my, uh, you know, probably best, uh, new professional development tactic. I like it. I do the same thing when I'm, I go to the gym and I make myself, or not make, really, I enjoy it. And it's a great way to pass time and yet you're learning and whatever it is that you're listening to. So it's a terrific tip. Well, thank you again, Zvi. And, and perhaps, you know, we'll connect down the road and I'll share with you my progress that I'm making and building my relationships. So, all right. So for everyone out there that's listening, this is a, the, the end of today's show. And I just want to remind you, if you've got a topic that you would like to be covered, or if you have someone that you think would bring some enlightenment to our conversation, please contact me. Let me know. You can do that by emailing me at mwolsey at transformationalenergyleadership.com and also connect with me on LinkedIn or Facebook and let's continue this conversation because it is about relationships. So for everyone out there, harness your positive energy and lead that transformation. We'll talk with you again next week. Thank you for listening to Transformational Energy Leadership. Please join Dr. Matthew Allen Woolsey again for another edition next Friday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time and 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have a great week.